Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bitcoin in Asia from Bitcoin Magazine. I'm John Riggins, uh, and this week we have more of a snapshot of some current happenings in China over the last week or so. Uh, so we're taking a couple of uh, news items and getting a, a on-the-ground perspective. We're talking to Molly, uh, head of marketing at Hashkey. Uh, uh, she's based in Shanghai. Um, she's started to make more of a name for herself on crypto Twitter, uh, sharing kind of that on-the-ground perspective. Uh, she's also a former Bitcoin magaziner, so we talked to her about um, some things happening with mining in Sichuan, uh, some Bitmain drama, uh, some of the news about bank account uh, freezings uh, related to uh, OTC trading of USDT and Bitcoin there. Uh, so nice to get that on the ground perspective, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Molly, welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, for sure. At long last, it's good to it's good to be talking. Uh, so I guess to, to start out as an introduction, uh, for those who don't quite know you yet, uh, can you share kind of uh, a little bit of your history in Bitcoin, uh, what you're doing now? Uh, I, I got into Bitcoin in 2016. I went to a meetup. And I apply a job, a Bitcoin magazine. So I start Bitcoin magazine. I start working for Bitcoin magazine until last year. Then I joined Hashkey Group. Uh, uh, we we're sad to leave you, but it was a good move. Sad, sad to lose you, but it was a good move. Um, first uh, Bitcoin magazine hire in China. To to be clear on that, it sounded a little too easy to get that job though. <laughs> but. Uh, so 2016 to now, you're at Hashkey. Um, can you, I guess, give a, a brief overview of uh, who Hashkey is, uh, some of your products? Uh, sure. Hashkey Group is a holding company which is based in Hong Kong that focuses primarily on blockchain technology and digital assets. The firm was established in 2016 and has structured its company uh, to cover many, seg many segments within the industry which included Hashkey Capital, a leading investment firm in the crypto space in Asia, and Tokyo Hash, which provides exchange services within Japan, uh, Hashkey Pro, a trading uh, exchange that's more suited for the institution users, and then Hashkey Trading, a professional country, uh, and then OTC firm, and then, and last uh, is Hashkey Hub. Uh, it's a wallet platform which offers interest products to its users. Thanks. Uh, and uh, a big player uh, in Asia and you know, increasingly globally. Um, to start with kind of a, a non-Bitcoin uh, specific topic, but something that affects the industry um, and is still affecting you know, the whole world, whether we like it or not, uh, COVID. Um, you're on the ground there in Shanghai. Uh, can you give us a brief update on uh, maybe some of the last developments the, the um, last few days COVID-wise in China? Yeah, um, there are new corona out coronavirus outbreak in Beijing after reported no new infections for over 50 days. And, and now the schools are closed, transport in and out of the city are shut down. There are already over 100 confirmed coronavirus case in Beijing that are linked to uh, the wholesale food market, which called Xintendi, 
they were a military uh, being sent to Xinjiang D, or Xinjiang D, to freeze the flow of people, and they being tested people uh, from them. Now they have tested over two hundred thousand people. So currently, Beijing is in a wartime mode. Mm. Uh, quick, pretty quick reaction to, to being back in that mode. Uh, so not great news there, um, but there was kind of a, a, a few week um, uh, break or segment there where travel and uh, in-person events were starting to pick back up uh, in China. And so the kind of annual mining summit uh, in Sichuan was uh, able to be held. Um, kind of happens every, every spring at the beginning of rain, rainy season, all these miners get together. So I think you were there uh, in Chengdu for that. Uh, maybe give us uh, uh, kind of a your take from being on the ground there, uh, some of the trends that you're seeing uh, in the mining space. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, but before that, I think the conference are probably going to be the last and the only conference of the year. There mm. were more uh, blockchain events were lined up for this month and the next month until August. And then for the past two days, they all announced to cancel, cancel its event. So it's quite a shame. Hmm. Uh, you think coronavirus is over and then they come back again. Um, and of that Chengdu event, I think that uh, the biggest thing that I noticed is different that uh, there were a lot more financial services provider um, that are in that were at the conference. There were a lot of like contracting team. There were a lot of uh, um, existing mining companies such as mining crew. They are also pushed out their own lending and board platform and offer the interest product for miners. So I think um, it's a sign that um, miners miners are getting more sophisticated and institutionalized. So they need those professionally too to have, uh, leverage their earning. And also after that having uh, the mining, the earnings of mining, uh, miners are dropped because the current Bitcoin price is still relatively low. So they need more uh, financial services as to to help them to increase their earning in, in order to survive the winter. Hmm. Yeah, so that kind of um, increasing amount of products focused on uh, providing additional financial services to miners, uh, definitely a trend. It was there last year and it wasn't really, um, you know, there weren't really any well-capitalized efforts uh, targeting that quite yet. Maybe maybe a couple that were just getting started. Uh, so that's an interesting trend to see. Um, uh, I guess also related to Sichuan, uh, in the last 10 hours or so, uh, we've maybe seen some reports of... Um, of some flooding, maybe some mudslides, uh, you know, an unfortunate potential byproduct of that rainy season, uh, which is, you know, the, the reason for the cheap hydropower, uh, but also kind of those couple of negative potential effects. Can you share what you know about that? Maybe what you've heard from miners in the region? Yes. So in 3 a.m. today, there were a, there was a big mudslide happens in Demba, the county that's in uh, Gansu. According to the news report, there were there was a electricity station that got destroyed by the mudslides, and then one of the employee a lost during the mudslides, and then they has another electricity station also is safe facing the same threat. 
So most mining farms are in Sichuan, so located around uh, Gansu, Niangshan, and Aba. And yesterday, the the local authority uh, released three warning no- notice um, to warning people that there's more uh, mudslide and big floods are coming, um, which are gonna have some impacts on the mining farms because on two sides one is um if the most of the electricity station they're actually building uh in the valley so it's very easy to hit by the floods or mudslides so if they got destroyed then it's gonna um, it's gonna affect the electricity suppliers for the mining farms and also a lot of a mining farm most mining farms are actually building around the um, uh, electricity station so when the when the big flood or mass flood happens it's actually where is the the mining farms building around it also are easily to get a uh, infected impacted impact impacted. Mm. yeah yeah uh, we hope everyone's uh, gonna be okay it's not a good thing to, to hear um, but something to keep um you know, be aware of. We, you know, we've seen this trend of kind of the industrialization of uh, Bitcoin mining, but it's good to kind of, you know, appreciate some of the risks that are still being taken, um, some of um, kind of the tougher aspects of, uh, you know, intense competition and, and uh, you know, mining in Sichuan today still. Um, sticking with mining for a bit, something else that you've covered and uh, updated the, the West on and done a good job with uh, is kind of the competitive landscape of um, mining manufacturers there. Uh, in China, um, specifically kind of that ASIC uh, competition. Can you share uh, a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, kind of thoughts on current state of that uh, ASIC manufacturing competition? Uh, BitMEX had a nice uh, report um, come out this week that uh, laid it out pretty comprehensively, but you uh, have also been following it closely. I think um, the three major players, the three biggest um, mining minor manufacturers have been made, Microbit and Canon. And I think this year is going to be a, uh, primarily it's going to be the uh, fight between Bimate and Microbit mm. because uh, because now uh, I think in the, in the, mining, in the mining conference, because it was in the rainy season, so normally the mining companies they already uh, have the new model sold to the miners because it's quite significant time for the uh, annual sales. But in the mining conference, I was talking with a lot of miners. Some of them already receive um, new West Miner like M thirty S series and then S nineteen fund M Miner. But none of them has received uh, Canon's Avenue new miners, so um, I think it's probably gonna Canon's gonna left behind again last year's or uh, this year's. Um, but between Michael Bit um, and what's my uh, been made, I think uh, one of the reason that Bimates are able to dominate the market for a year is because they secret ASIC. Uh, cheap design. They have some uh, things called Dontology, which allows them to uh, produce the chip with 
only half half the cost of its competitors. So they're able to put on the price wall to push out other competitors out of market. So uh, because Microbit share the same technology, um, because the uh, the founder of Microbit was also uh, previously at the core team, core tech team of Bimay. Yeah. Uh, we got sued and got somebody locked up and then got released again. Um, <laughs> because there's a kind of like ugly political fight in Bimay last year as well. So they, um, the, the the one who was in charge back then, Microbit Jen, uh, he was more fixed on AI design, AI chip design. So he got he neglected the uh, mining um, miner size a little bit. So Microbit um, took a very good chance to put up price for and then uh, push out the um, build miners, the miner M twenty. So they're mm-hmm. able to took over a big uh, portion portions of uh, BigMate's market share last year. And I think it's going to continue because the BigMate drama seems there's is still continue and it's getting worse. So we're probably going to see, um, we're probably going to see the watch miners going to overtake um, BigMate's market share this year, I think. It's yeah, going to be very... Mm-hmm. Something, something else, obviously, to keep following. Uh, and on, on some of that internal drama, we've had a lot of reporting or... Uh, rumor uh reporting of rumors at least um, about some of that internal drama um i think the latest that i've heard is that uh out of uh one of bitmain's uh shipping warehouses in, in shenzhen the uh was uh kind of shipments that stops what's do you have any any uh latest updates on some of that internal drama and what's happening oh uh, yeah i think it's pretty funny now um my career because the company after after the company four came to two um jihans quickly move a lot of like company entity and to the new company so after my career come back to the uh beijing headquarter so all he got was um because the employee was uh left and then also there were um like more on the financial side was still in controlled by uh, Jihan. So he quickly changed the payment of uh, any minor order to the new company. So now the situation is uh, Jihan is in charge of money, uh, a financial side, and then Micro is in charge of the Beijing headquarters and uh, administration administrative power so he's able to control the factory in Shenzhen so now the case is people are ordering uh, and then they send the money to Jihan but Micri is control the factory so he stopped all the shipment uh, of the orders that are placed through Jihan so mm-hmm. the buyers from uh, so, so the buyer of end miners are not able to receive the miners. And then there was also funny news come out today, says that Micri is trying to sell the miner in a very cheap price, like incredibly cheap price to, oh uh, <laughs> to the miners. So in order to, in order to support himself, uh, in order to support the company to operating, um, it's quite fun to see the drama continue. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll keep an eye on as that, as that it seems like there's new news every, every week, every day uh, with that. Um, thanks for the, thanks for the insight. Uh, maybe last, last current events thing to, to touch on uh, uh, something that you've kind of shared updates on. Maybe shared some of the first uh, photos of uh, the initial app and some pilot information for uh, the central bank digital currency project in China, DCEP. Uh, share, I guess, um, current status of that. Anything else you want to uh, talk about for DCEP? Um, I don't think there's more to talk about on DCEP because now, mm, now it's pretty much everything, right? That's yeah, everything. So all right. Have, uh, money laundering. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, something else that's um, maybe could be classified as, as drama, but something that's been happening um, to people uh, with their bank accounts uh, in China. Um, we've kind of heard some reports about people using uh, USDT, Bitcoin, um, some of the OTC services, and having their bank accounts frozen. Can you share? Uh, what's actually happening with that situation? Uh, some of the causes. What's happening? Actually, I got my bank account frozen after I bought some USDT, and it happened to a lot. Um, I got like five five friends got their bank account frozen after they sell USDT. I was the only one who got my bank account frozen to for only buying USDT. Because currently, there's a lot of people in China that are using USDT for money laundering. And a while ago, um, there was a team led by Central Bank and joined by the National Police uh, Department uh, for a huge anti-money anti laundering actions that to all, um, all the possible way that people are using. Uh, to for the money laundry, which including crypto, mm. uh, for for the past two years, a lot of people are using USDT for money laundry because it's easy and cheap and very convenient. And now the police and the central bank are able to trace them uh, all those transactions, so they're able to identify the people who's got to who are using USDT for money laundry, uh, which. Um, that are uh, impact uh, normal users, so mm -hmm. it's so they can track then, uh, who's using it incorrectly. But then uh, there was also kind of a blanket shutdown of people uh, transacting, and that uh, just for you know non uh, uh, illegal reasons reasons too, I guess. Right. Um, so now I I think most people that uh, and also there were media. Uh, was reporting and suggest that people just stop using US, uh, OTC for a while because currently the USDT is up pretty dirty and then it's very easy to get your bank card freezing. And then um, after you got your bank card frozen, actually it might freeze for uh, half a year or one year, depends how long the police need to investigate. So if you got monies in a bank card, then you would be like, some kind yeah, of like. Yeah, half a year without access to your money, not great. Yeah, so um, now people are that pretty cautious to using um, 
via to buy USDT, which I think in long term they might also impact the overall price of market. Hmm. Uh, well, thanks for joining Molly and staying up late your time. Uh, great to have you on. We'll have to check back in uh, for more kind of current event updates as as uh, news items kind of compile. So thanks for thanks for hopping on. Thanks for having me, John. Reminder, all of the content in this episode is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained in this presentation constitutes solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by BTC Media, the Let's Talk Bitcoin Podcast Network, or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments.